This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. I, I don't think so, but there's a remedy for that already. Just show a yellow card or send someone off. It's, it's, it's there, it's in the rules. Like... How much you tolerate is really up to you. Adding another one, what's that going to do? Is that going to mean, is it degree of dissent or is it any dissent? Or is it kind of the magnitude of the dissent? Is it what you say? Is it what you do? So the, the remedy is already there. You know, if it's not being enforced to a level that people are satisfied, well, do that. That's the change you need to make. I don't know why. I mean, I don't want to talk too much about it because I just, I just, like I said, I, 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 I'm in a different space in terms of where I think football's at. But one team being down to 10 mi- men for 10 minutes, you know what it's going to do to our game? It's going to destroy it, mate. You're going to have one team just sitting there to, what, trying to waste time for 10 minutes waiting for a guy to come on. You know, like I said, every other game is trying to speed up. Every other sport is trying to declutter. All we're trying to do is go the other way for some bizarre reason, but like I said, I'm sure there's some, you know, I, I guess it comes down to whoever we feel should be the custodians of the game to protect the game. I, I, that's always my fear. Who's, who's, who are the custodians? And I'm not talking about coaches and players. God forbid it could be a journalist. It could be somebody who just loves the game. Anybody who understands our game and protects it. Because, like I said, if it just melds into what every other sport is well we lose there's a reason this game is more popular than any other game in the world is because you can get a ball put two bags down as goals and away you go Supercomputer. So, so does it does it go into the phone booth and change and and turn into something else from just a normal computer or no idea? Uh, and what did it say? Point one percent. So we got a chance then. 
go for it, mate. No problems. We've got no issues with that. Yeah, we've got a chance. Yeah, look, I'm definitely, um, yeah, excited is probably a good word. Only because, like I said, it gives us a chance to, to kind of, you know, put some things into place with our training, with the way we want to play our football, to see how, if we can go up another level, and another two levels, another three levels between now and the end of the year. We've got 15 games to go. Um, <clears throat> like I said, we've got the, probably the healthiest list we've had since the start of the season, and um, that gives you that platform. But we still got to go out there and perform. It doesn't make it any easier it doesn't make it you know it doesn't give us um, any sort of impetus unless we take advantage of that now the evidence I have so far is like I said the start of the year when we like I said apart from Rodrigo everyone was fit you know, our, le our train levels were great and that was reflected in our football so we've got to try and replicate that and hopefully raise it a notch because I think the other thing you know is you know, going to the sort of the tail end of the season there's every team has got a fair bit to play for so there won't be any sort of easy game fixtures along the way everyone's got to uh, held a lot of motivation so we've got to match that we can't just per se well we've got all our good players out in so we've got to just go out there and we'll just roll out our football you know at the start of the year we were doing that because you know like I said our training was really good guys were really focused and and we need to do that and and look having the extra bodies also means competition for places is is also um you know um, at a higher level which I always think is good I, I like it when there's competition for places not that I think people get complacent it's just you kind of, everyone tries to raise their level, which is only a good thing whether you're in or out of the team. You want to push to get in there, and if you're in there, you want to maintain and increase your standards so you don't miss out. So I think all those kind of factors give us a platform to finish the season strong, and we should finish the season strong. Well, I don't even know who. Well, I mean, I, I assume that that you know the, the governing bodies are the custodians at the moment. But, I'm, but I guess what I'm what I'm talking about is the the detail of it. That when, for want of a better word, when change presents itself, who's representing the game, and are we getting enough of a cross section of who we need to be? So, if you're asking me how it currently works, I've got no idea, mate. I haven't been in that space and. Dare I say it? I never will be. So, but I'm just I, when I talk about those things, I don't. Uh, I, I take my manager. I'm just talking about it as a fan of the game. That's all I'm saying is that as a fan of the game, I've always loved the fact that you know, for the most part, our game has remained untouched for my sort of 40 years experience in it. There's been some rule changes, which you know, I remember, you know. When I was playing, I could pass it back to my goalkeeper and pick it up, and then he'd throw it back to me, and I'd pass it back to him, he'd pick it up again. And we used to, and you know what? They changed it. Why? Because they didn't want to see that. Didn't want to see the game slowing down and everything. So, good decision. Let's go with it. And I don't think anyone's complained about it. But, you know, other than that, there haven't been too many shifts. You know, I don't know why all of a sudden we've seen such a major transformation. We've let technology in the door. We know that's going to affect it. So, Let's just see how that plays out before we start thinking about other 
significant changes. So that's, I guess I'm saying is the conversation we're having now, who's having those conversations, I don't know. You might know better than me. I haven't because I, 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 I struggle with that stuff. I've, like I've said before, I've kind of always been the one where you've got to just respect the referee's decision or the umpire's. But I think, you know, we have sent some stuff to, to get some clarification. Because, again, I think – now, again, I'm going to get called out for this, but there was a thing that was quite evident in the game that the goalkeeper was a protected species. I don't think that's just me making that up. I think, and the reason people used to say that was that if you really impeded a goalkeeper in any way in a six-yard box, you were going to get a foul. You kind of knew that. I knew that as a player. I've known that as a manager. That seems to, there's, there seems to be a shift there now. Somebody will say to me, "Well, the rules haven't changed," but I think there's been a shift there um, where now, because to me, it's it's obstruction, right? When you standing in front of a goalkeeper, stopping him before the ball's even arrived. In layman's terms, that's obstruction. Now, somebody's going to tell me that's not a law either. It wouldn't surprise me. But, again, it's something that I've kind of thought was part of the game. And I've seen it in general play. I've seen our guys get blocked trying to close people down by other people. And I'm finding it bizarre that it's not getting pulled up anymore. And, you know, with the goalkeepers, like I said... Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. What's that going to do now? Well, it's pretty much open slather now. You can sort of surround the goalkeeper and crowd him and put balls on top of him and you just got to wait for the scramble to finish and see what happens. Uh, I was really proud of Vic the other day that I know people kind of, you know, I think they had nine corners after we conceded. I think he dealt with just about every other one by coming out and actually having a crack at it rather than sort of standing on his line and saying, oh, I don't want to get exposed. So oh, I can't praise him highly enough for the way he handled it. And and the whole thing about people saying, well, you know, they've got to be stronger. You know, what does that mean? You know, like if he pushes or does anything to a player with VAR, you've got no chance, you know. You, you, you're, going to get, you're going to get a penalty against you. So we, we're kind of telling our players now, just be careful in the box. We're looking for everything VAR. You're not going to get away with, you know, a little shirt pull or a little, you know, push. So how are goalkeepers supposed to be stronger in that sense when you've got somebody standing next to you obstructing you from doing your job is my point. Like if there's contact before the ball arrives, I thought that was obstruction. You know, like I said, I'll get called out for this because I'm, I'm probably you know, behind the times and maybe there's been a rule change. But I, there's definitely been a shift as, as I see it where 
we've had at least two goals, maybe three that in the past would have been called called fouls on the goalkeeper that aren't being called now. And not just our game, we've seen in other games too. No, we've just got to adapt and adjust to it and deal with it the best way we can because obviously there's been a shift in, in the way that's been dealt with. I'm good, thanks, mate. Not a lot, um, you know. It was, I thought it was a good game. Probably should have finished four-four in the end. To be fair to us, uh, we were, thought we were a bit unlucky towards the end. But yeah, you kind of know what you're going to get with, like I said, with Brighton. Um, you know, they're going to play their football. We're going to play ours, and hopefully this time we uh, we prevail. But uh, as I said before, I don't think it's going to be a dull affair, and uh, should be exciting for everyone to watch. Well, I mean, according to the supercomputer, we've got a naught point, naught, 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 one percent chance of winning it, mate. So until that becomes, until the supercomputer rules us out, we're going to just stay in there and see how how we go. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Uh, Alan, and then finish with Davide, please. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's, there's probably similarities in there, but I think it's fair to say the approaches are, are probably different in terms of when you're looking at positioning of players and, and kind of the methodology of how we get from point A to B. But I think the underlying <coughs> premise is that both teams would like to, to have dominance of the ball and, and like to sort of play through lines to, to get to the outcome. They're pretty aggressive on their press. Um, so there are absolutely. I think there's some synergy there in, in, in kind of the underlying philosophy, for want of a better word. But I think the actual detail of it, there's there are differences there, um, which is only natural because I think I've said before that you know you can't just go along and copy other sort of methodologies. You've got to bring your own sort of spin on it and your own personality, and that's where the the differences lie. So you know I think it wouldn't surprise me if there are underlying stats that are very similar but how we get to those to that point I think there is a difference between the two teams. Um it can be, I guess I always felt with those kind of things it depends really on the on the manager and his a probably his brief, but also his kind of personality and how he wants to tackle the job. You know, for others, <coughs> you know, there's they're more comfortable in a different space. Others feel like, you know, they they're kind of the spokesman for the club and they, they take the, on that responsibility. I think, and like I said, a lot of that depends on kind of the club model and how they want. Um, so I think there's. I think there's room for both. I think one's probably more demanding. I think when you kind of become sort of the, 
especially with a club, you, you, you can get sort of dragged into areas where, you know, for all of us, we've, we've got lim- a limit sort of, of energy and time we can we can spend to these things. And our priority is still always going to be the team and, and producing results. So, um, yeah, I can see why a lot of clubs would probably say, you know what, let's just protect our manager and, and sort of get him to focus on what's important and build other things around him. Um, I think you'll see that more and more. I think you'll see more, for want of a better term, of support services around managers in the future with the demands of, of the role um, because it is becoming you know, I, you know, obviously I've been doing it for 26 years but and at different levels but it, it's becoming even more consuming than you, you kind of thought it would be um, when I first started Look, I, I, I always kind of like managers and, and coaches who, you know, their teams have kind of a clear identity, but also is a little bit different. Um, and, you know, probably because of kind of my own sort of journey and, and the way I've got to where I am, you kind of always get attracted to those kind of ideas because you kind of know that for somebody to go even slightly against the grain in football to do something just even a little bit different, it's quite challenging, you know. You've got to really have some strong self-belief and some clear ideas in your head. And and with Roberto, you can see, I mean, I, you know, even before he got to, to the Premier League, I was just a little Shakhtar, wherever he was, you could already see those, you know, you know elements of him doing things differently. And, you know, there, there are a lot of managers like that that, respect because like I said it's, it's very difficult even to go slightly against the grain in football because you'll get questions straight away you know, uh, as to why you think you can do something differently and it's going to be better than what's happened before so I've got respect for that well thank you I mean I, I reckon it'd be supporters of other clubs who disagree with you but um, look I, I, like I said w- with the way they play they're really brave with their football with their possession football you know they're prepared to sort of you know draw teams in into areas that other you know other sort of clubs would look at risky you know about bringing the opposition into you know really deep areas to then be able to exploit them and that takes a lot of not just bravery but a lot of coaching um, a lot of information um, both from you know, and the players are included in that. You know, they, they've got to be pretty brave to play that way. So, I have a great admir- admiration for that because, like I said, that's, I guess, in football, that's where the greatest risk lies when you play football in your own defensive half or defensive third, knowing that there's always the potential that something w- won't go right and you concede, and the questioning will come straight away as to, well, you know, why do you do that? So, um, you know, I think. Whenever I see teams that kind of set up in that way, and like I said, there are different variations of it. Um, but with the, and you know, they're exciting to watch. You know, as, again, if I stop being a manager and I'm a supporter, it'd be one of the teams I'd like to watch. Okay, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. <coughs> the Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, 
When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.